Hey everyone, are you ready to be fired up? Because I sure am today. I've got Ronan Walsh with me from Digital Crawler. If you want to learn about digital marketing, this is your guy. And if you know me, you know he speaks my language. So sit back, sit tight, and let's get ready to be fired up. Are you wanting a kickstart on your business? and you wanna learn how to be the go-to professional in your industry, well, guess what? I've got a free challenge for you. It's five days of coaching, it's brand new. Just go to kristamayshore.com slash client conversion. That's kristamayshore.com slash client conversion and you'll get a free training with me for five straight days that's gonna help kickstart you as the go-to professional in your industry. So sign up and I'll see you there. Hey everyone, Krista Mayshore here, and I want to tell you about our five-day free challenge. Just go to kristamayshore.com slash client conversion. That's kristamayshore.com slash client conversion. And guess what? We're going to teach you how to utilize social media and video and be the go-to expert in your community. So let's get ready to be fired up. Hi, Ronan. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you so much for being here. Tell us a little bit about your story. Yeah, so um, so my, my own name's Ronan Walsh. Digital Trawler is the name of our company. And um, I suppose I, I would have started off as uh, quite a naive, um, what, what would I, I, I wasn't quite a teenager. I was uh, that, that young 20s. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, I, I, an early adult. But um, I would have started off basically with uh, kind of an online store. I wanted to set up a business, right? Going back even before then. And I needed to raise funds for it. I wanted to set up kind of an adventure outdoor business. And um, I didn't, couldn't get the funds. So I had to find some way of getting them. So I did a bit of backpacking and I was, I was going around India and uh, I got in touch with a supplier over there and started importing uh, kind of clothes into Ireland and things like that and built up an online store. Um, and I uh, had kind of two or three local areas as well that we were selling them. Um, so I built a website all by myself. I started marketing it, but what I discovered was that the business model didn't work. Um, so the, the amount it was costing in order to actually sell a jumper was costing too much and the profit margins weren't working out. In hindsight, I kind of regret leaving go because I subsequently sold that, that business on. Now, it wasn't wor worth a huge amount, so I, I wasn't swimming in it. But what I learned from that was uh, digital marketing, which got me into my, my kind of first role, um, working with a local agency here in, in Limerick. And um, subsequently that agency was sold on and the owner of that business started passing me some leads. And before I knew it, I was freelance, uh, freelance digital marketing. Um, and from there kind of grew. So I started consulting to other agencies um, and the businesses were getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And eventually we formed a, a company there uh, coming up close to three years ago now. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so it's been kind of a, an unusual journey, but um, because of my own skill set and because I, I seem to kind of have a natural talent for digital marketing, um, it's kind of, it's the path that, that has led me to where I am today. Perfect. So tell me a little bit about what it is that you do exactly. Yeah, so we... Um, we do uh, search engine optimization, Google ads, uh, conversion rate optimization, and I, I'll be able to get into these a little bit more in a few minutes. Um, but ultimately what we do is we get traffic to your website and then we make sure that it's converting uh, into leads or customers or whatever it is that, that you want those people to do, we'll help you get there. Um, so really we're a marketing agency and then we're using mediums like Google, Facebook, 
and Twitter and all the rest of those other kind of uh, tech companies. And we, we help you leverage those to your advantage. So you, you do all of them, huh? It seems like it'd be difficult to do all of them. Like, isn't it How many people do you have working with you? Because that's, that's a lot. I mean, I get it if you were just doing Google ads, but to specialize in all of them, you must be a pretty big company. Yeah, so, so I, I specialize in SEO myself. Um, but then we have uh, five other people working with us. So uh, we have like link builders who help with kind of mini PR campaigns. Um, we have technical SEO experts. Um, I, we have uh, content marketing experts. We have content writers, Google ads, project managers, um, and social media experts then as well, kind of all tied in amongst those. So no, there, there's, we've grown into a team. So I suppose that was kind of the point three years ago where I was kind of going, right, it's not really Ronan Walsh freelance marketing anymore. It's grown into a company, um, you know, over the past few years. So, yeah, so it's, it's been great, but it's, it's a, been a transition from a freelancer. So, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. I, I, Google ads are so hard. I haven't been able to find anyone that can actually do it and do it well, especially, um, you know, I think locally for most professionals, it shouldn't be that difficult. But for some reason with real estate, uh, it, it has been hard because there's so much competition with Zillow and Redfin and Realtor.com because they pay for all these ads and there's all these companies that pay for ads like for top producing agents for agents to actually give them referrals where they get people. So it's hard locally. How, and let's just, you know, even though I absolutely work with other professionals as well, but let's just focus on real estate. Do you think it's difficult for real estate to actually get good SEO with Google locally? Um, it, it depends on what city you're in and how Google's actually displaying those results, right? Because like Limerick, where I'm based in Ireland, it's quite a small city, but like maps come up first. Um, so you, you want to make sure that, you know, your map listing is 100% where it is. In some other cities, you'll have a bunch of ads that come up before that then as well. So it's really a matter of looking at where you're situated and what's coming up. Um, like there's other places then in Ireland that if you Google, it'll be like the normal results page from, you know, 2005, where it's just 10 results. There's no ads, there's no map because you are the only person there. Um, so hopefully, you know, for people like that, yeah, you 100%, you should be ranking straight away. Then in a city where there's maybe 20, 30 different agency are. Oh my God. In every city, there's like 5,000 <laughs> agencies. Yeah. So like, I'd imagine what you're seeing is probably like, ads at the top, then a map, and then organic results, right? So if you're coming up number yes. one, you're still like maybe 40, 50% down the page. So you've already lost, if that makes sense. So you need to make sure that your map listings optimized and that your Google ads are, are performing. And you're completely right there. And it's not, it's not those other um, aggregator sites that you're talking about that are the issue. It's actually just the cost per lead in the States for real estate. I think it's just through the roof. Like you're yeah. talking about maybe 80 or a hundred dollars from some of the campaigns we've seen. Now we've worked locally in, in Ireland with real estate agencies and in the UK, it's not as high. Um, but uh, definitely uh, in, in the States, the cost per acquisition on Google ads is very high. So it's worth optimizing your, your map and your organic listings for that. And uh, like, so social media is good, but it's, you know, like people go on and they look for a real estate agent when they need it. It's not like um, you can kind of slowly nurture somebody over three to six months and convince them to sell their house, right? So um, that's that's kind of a big issue. So it's when somebody needs that service, they go out and they, they search for it and they use 
what their their kind of friends recommend as to who's a, a good real estate agent and things like that. So it's very hard to understand kind of the the customer journey there is is kind of it's a, it's almost like the click of a finger. It's within the space of a few months that they just decide and they probably only need you once or twice in their life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's so it is it is difficult for for real estate agents to rank high on Google. That's why I love Facebook ads so much because no agents don't know how to use it. So, so if you can use it properly, you can absolutely dominate and any kind of local professional, I mean, any kind of local professional utilizing um, social media, especially in conjunction with video, they can just dominate. I mean, I was even thinking, let's just go back now to Google. If you're a divorce attorney, there's not very many divorce attorneys in Brentwood per se. So it'd be much more easier for you to rank uh, and, and, you know, a much cheaper cost per click, right? Because, um, and search terms, because there's not as many uh, exactly. attorneys, but I mean, yeah. I've tried to use Google ads and hired companies to do it multiple times as a real estate agent. And it, it never worked. Yeah. Yeah. And like, um, I suppose we, we like social media, then you, you have to really understand your audience and then that's how you get it to work, work there. Um, so like, you know, you're saying there, your Facebook ads are, are working, uh, but I'd imagine you understand the exact age group, the, the exact people, whether they're married or not and so on and so forth. And, the audience that you have is like so precise that it's, you know, well, you it's a little bit difficult for, for real estate agents because they, there's something called the special ads category. So they have to check a box called special ads category, which, which limits you from doing any of that because of the HUD regulation. So you can't like say, Oh, I want to see this age group or this sex or any of that because it won't let you. So you really, really have to understand people's like know your client avatar, understand what they're interested in, like really put in, you know, the, the, that into the Facebook ads manager. Um, like you really have to know them, like what would they like, you know, all that. It helps you with the targeting. Um, also we do things like, you know, get lists of people and upload the list into, you know, Facebook, for the email addresses so we could then create audiences and target them that way. Um, and then hopefully Facebook will kind of recognize who we're trying to go after and help us with, with that due to it based upon its algorithm. But it's, yeah, definitely um, not as easy as it used to be. Definitely ways to work around it, but it's a it's little bit more tricky now, <laughs> at least in California. Yeah, well, in the United I, States. I didn't realize that it was that restricted in the States because in Ireland, oh, you yeah. can still, yeah, you can, you can definitely still, uh, you know, use demographics and things like that rather than. Yeah, you can for any other, any other profession except for real estate because of HUD, right? You, you can't discriminate against race, religion, sex, color, you know, any of that stuff, age, age, um, anything. So it's, it's gotten really, really tricky. That changed January of last year. And, you know, Facebook, it changes like every day what you can or can't do. And ever since the election, every darn ad is getting, you know, turned off because of the election. It's been yeah. pretty insane. Yeah, no. And, and that's happened to me as well. Sometimes where I'm talking to a client and then I go, oh, no, you can definitely do that. We'll turn around and then we'll be like, no, it's changed. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah. let me ask, what can somebody do and can somebody hire you to help? And because you're in Ireland, can you do it just as well for the, the U.S.? So can somebody hire you for to help them optimize their Google Maps? Uh, yeah, yeah. So like um, what we generally start with is like um, an audit of your site because it does kind of start there to a certain extent um, and of your, your Google My Business profile. Um, and then a lot of it comes down to the, the number of links that, that you are actually referring to your site. So basically your site's connected, obviously, to your Google My Business account. The more people that link to your website, and what I mean by a link um uh, is like you know if, if somebody if another website references your website um so like the likes of yelp which wouldn't be a particularly great backlink to have but uh, like that would be a vote in google's eyes saying that you know this person is uh, a genuine a real estate agent and 
uh, they're on Yelp, they have an address on it. So that gives Google a signal that you know, you're a genuine business. But what you're looking at is trying to get hundreds of these backlinks back to your site and then your website's connected to your Google My Business profile and then that kind of um, can, can boost up your, your Google Maps profile there as well. Of course, there, there are a number of other things as well in terms of optimizing your actual profile where um, you know, like it's important obviously to be ranked in the right category and have the keywords in the right place and things like that, have reviews, be updating regularly, have regular posts, because um, Google My Business now kind of has a blog section on it. And so, you know, it's important to be kind of having regular, uh, regular content updates there as well. So there, like, there's loads that you can do to, to try and boost your profile. Um, but yeah, but by all means, um, if anybody's listening and they want to have a chat, um, and that's, that's all it takes. Like we don't charge anything to, to have a conversation about your, your website. Um, you know, you can, you can come to us, we'll sit down, we'll review your, your profile and your maps listing. And then we'll, we'll kind of develop a plan. And if it's something you want to go ahead with, you can, you can maybe try it yourself first and then come back to us in a few months as well, if, if you prefer. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, that, that, that's kind of it really. Like I, I can go more in more depth into the, you know, I suppose kind of the linking and all of that. Yeah. I'd love for you to, so first of all, where can people, if they want to have you do an audit on their website, where can they find you at? Would it be, where do they find you at? Yeah, so there's uh, digitaltrawler.com. So that's D-I-G-I-T-A-L and then trawler as in the boat. Uh, so T-R-A-W-L-E-R.com. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. Digitaltrawler.com. Let's go back into the backlinking. So explain exactly how somebody would get somebody would get backlinking to their website. This is just a matter of posting content on your website and then referencing somebody's name and email address or website, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, so it's, it's not even their their name and email address. It's I'm sorry, their name, their website. Their website, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. So their their web address, yeah, um, yeah, that's exactly what you need, right? So for a real estate agent, um, so it it varies from uh, industry to industry, but like for a real estate agent, to give you an example, it's like you know when if you landed like an absolute whopper of a house, it's worth like seven million or something like that. It's got three swimming pools or whatever, and you're going to launch it into the, the newspaper because it's a, it's a fantastic real estate and people will be just kind of nosy just to see what the inside looks like. All of the neighbors want to see it, right? So like local newspapers will pick up on that. So you might give them the inside scoop on the house and let maybe give them a view and then that gets your, your customer, or your client publicized locally as, you know, this house is for sale. But then at the end, you'll have maybe a link saying, you know, if you want to view this house or arrange a viewing, here's the link. And then that's your link back to your, your website. So that's just one way. There's multiple other ways then in terms of um, like even what I'm, what I'm doing here, like talking to you, like if you were to leave a link in a profile afterwards or something like that, that then will be a backlink to my website. Um, there's guest posts that you can do. So like, you know, there's plenty of interior design sites and things like that, that real estate um, agents can potentially be guest posts on and there's directories there's there's a million and one different ideas it depends on how creative you are but um like that's ultimately what you're looking for but what you don't want to do is spam google um uh, so like uh, and and you do i suppose a rule of thumb that i would have is that you actually when you're building links you have to ask yourself if google called me tomorrow and asked me why do i have this link on my website would, would i be able to explain it 
without turning around to them and going, no, I have that there, so I, my rank increases, right? Because it goes against Google's guideline to be manipulating the search engine results. Uh, oh, yeah. So in yeah. other words, so, so if I was to say, okay, I've got, you know, tw 20 students, and if each of the 20 students wrote up an article and referenced, a di you know, wrote up 20 articles and referenced 20 people with their email, their, I'm sorry, their website, that would probably be bad. Um, yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't be the best. Like you might get away with it because it'd be pretty small scale. Like, you know, 20, 20 links isn't going to have a massive impact and it's not really going to massively fluctuate. Um, but like, let's say like you could go to a company, um, online on fiber.com and you can probably buy a thousand links for a thousand euros um, or probably even less than that. And uh, next thing, there's all these sites coming up like, uh, you know, like, um, I'm trying to think of a, a kind of a spammy name. <laughs> so, okay, so it's bad to do that. So, so yeah, yeah. What yeah. if? So what if? I'm just trying. To, I'm trying to brainstorm here for my students. So what if? Um, so let, let me ask you. For me, okay. So I'm a real estate coach. I'm, I'm a, a local professional coach. I teach professionals um, how to utilize social media and video to dominate their industry. Okay. So I've yeah. got students across the country. What What if I was to have the students like write up? Uh, like post would they post it on their on their on their website is that they do so right on their yeah, blog so they, on their website they post it on their website yeah like a review or something like that um and then like, and then and then reference my website that would would that be helpful or would that be spammy no that, i think that would be helpful yeah because you know they're they're referencing you as as their students and things like that like it's you know even though there's quite a lot of links going out there and you're, you're probably gonna you know it could be a few hundred maybe get back i'm not too sure of the size but um, like, you know, sites do get that many links overnight. Um, so it's, it's still possible. So, and they're all coming from genuine sites. So like Google's out there looking for, oh. what are the so, then real, so then my students could do that too. They could literally even, you know, do a hundred references on their website. Would they just go on there and say, what would they label it to do that? Um, so the best thing to do is, uh, have an anchor text, right? So anchor text is the, you know, the way when you link to a website, you can have specific text describing what the link is. And then it lights up blue with a little line underneath it. Yes. Yeah. So that is called anchor text and it's kind of the text laid over the web address. And if they describe, you know, your main keyword or kind of something similar to that, you know, and link back to your page. That would be quite good or else maybe you know the, the Ooh, naked what if they do like on. a reference page and they say on their website and say hey if you're looking for a real estate agent in this state or th in this town go to chris chris or whatever is that would that be helpful that that would be helpful right but the other thing you have to watch for then is is that uh as that kind of starts uh, as google starts picking that up and then next thing it notices that now all of a sudden there's a hundred pages with the local area that you want to rank for and your name, and then the anchor text is all the same, Google will mark that as suspicious. So the anchor text, meaning if everyone says the same thing, so people would need to say something different. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so as long as everyone mark, says something different, says their own thing, it wouldn't matter. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they'd, they'd particularly pick up on that. You know, it's, it's that it's kind of natural. You know, you don't want to be forcing, um, Forcing it as well. Now, having said that, I'm just being super safe as kind of a consultant. It, it might, it might actually work in your favor. But what you don't want to do is end up getting hit with a penalty because that would be a disaster for your website. Okay. Uh, so with that in mind, okay. So what I want to do then is I want to pretend like I'm your client. Okay. 
and I'm hiring you and I'm coming to you and I'm saying, okay, Ronan, I'm a, I'm a coach and I have students across the country. Okay. And I want to see if my students can help me rank higher for Krista Mayshore coaching. What would I ask them to do specifically step-by-step-by-step to help me be able to achieve that, which was safe by Google. And that would help me gain more backlinks. Yeah. So, so how I would do that, right. Is I would sit down with a list of all of my students and I'd break them out into different groups. And so I'd slowly start sending out the, the, and maybe a mail shot asking them to maybe leave a, a blog, you know, just giving a referral and then leaving a link back to your website. And uh, I'd, I'd ask them to maybe have the, the anchor text in it. Now, if, if they can. Okay, explain again anchor text. So anchor text, what exactly is anchor text? So anchor text is when you leave a link on a website, you can, you can change the text that displays the website. So I know on Google Docs, if you leave a link there, and you link, it gives you the, the option to change the link into text. Oh. Yeah, and then that's anchor text. So it's anchoring your link to the page as text. So instead of it saying like, kristabayshore.com, it would say something different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it could say, uh, you know, best real estate in whatever city you're in. Uh, uh, and then, you know, your web address will be underneath it. And then that's telling Google, okay, this keyword is actually very relevant for this website. But, but they shouldn't all be the same. You're saying it should be different. Yeah. So, um, so like a natural link profile is what you, you want. Um, so like the, um, like roughly it depends on what your competitors have. So you might look at the top two or three people and there's tools out there like SEM rush and SE rankings and things like that, that will allow you to, to see your competitors, um, key, key or sorry, see your competitors tools that they use to, or, sorry, their backlinks that they use to, to rank to their website. And then, what is that tool called? What's that tool called? Um, there's SEM rush and SE ranking and Moz. So there's, there's three kind of tools there. Um, and it will allow you to see what your competitors are links are, and you can see their anchor text as well that they're using. And then you can see what's kind of a natural profile for them. So if the top guy has like an anchor text of 5%, so that's like for every hundred websites, five of them use this anchor text that you want to rank for, then you want a similar return then as well. So if you've broken your audience out into those different kind of groups, you will be able to kind of say, right, I'm going to send it out to a hundred people this week and I'm going to see how many links I get. And then slowly over time, you can be pushing more and more people for the anchor text so that you have a bit of control over how you're, you know, that you, you are, you don't have your anchor text too weighted towards your keyword. Oh, so a little confusing. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to go. Oh God. Okay. So then, okay, let's, let's cross engineer this then. So now let's just say I want to help my students. Cause like I said, I've got students all across the country and I want to have them help each other by doing it. So they'd go to their website, they'd write a blog, right? Yeah. And maybe they do one blog a day and they'd blog about real estate, but they'd blog. Then they'd give a. If you're looking for a great real estate agent in, you know, Idaho, then you want to call Leslie Bennett. Here's her, here's Leslie Bennett's website and put her website in there. But as long as they have to anchor it, like you said, and they have to make sure that they don't just call it LeslieBennett.com, they have to change it. And then 
But when people go and do searches, like if, if everyone doesn't do the same thing, what's going to happen is Google's not going to recognize it, right? Don't you want more people saying hashtag best Idaho agent or whatever it might be? Yeah, yeah. So you, you do and you, you want to appear for like multiple keywords as well. You don't want to just focus on one keyword. Now, the other thing that kind of got, caught my, um, had a few alarm bells ring there was that if you start doing this kind of in a big circle, Google's going to catch on as well that like, okay, there's something funny going on here. All of these sites are linking to each other. And it's just not natural. Uh, it won't work. It won't work, right? But like a few people linking to each other, that's, that's perfectly okay. And like, you know, to be cross-sharing each other's content and using each other's email list because like you can have a link from another website. And like your aim should never be to have a link from another website. It should be that it's good business development. And um, so like for you, having those links come from your students is basically that, you know, they're all giving you a reference and it's pointing, you know, people who are on their site, maybe back to, to your site. So like the, 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 the fact you get a link from it and that helps you increase your rankings should be a secondary goal of the, the, the link itself. It should be placed in a way that, you know, you're, you are actually trying to develop business through that link. And that's why I was saying that you need to be able to explain to Google if they ring you tomorrow morning and say, why are there, you know, 300 new links coming from all of your students and you can't answer other than kind of going, well, I thought it would increase my ranking, then you're going to be in trouble. So you need to be able to go, well, it makes perfect sense. Like, why wouldn't I have my students linked to me? Because that's going to increase my business. And like, you know, Google, I don't really care if you penalize me or not, because I need these links coming from my students, whether I'm organically ranked or not. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so it wouldn't be a bad thing if, if, they, if they believe in my service and I'm actually really helping them, which I am helping all of them, and they want to give me a shout out, but they don't have, so it's just weird. I guess I don't understand. You just put it like you're writing a blog. So they, just, they would just go and do a blog on their website. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And they'd talk about, you know, oh, they could talk about how they, they could talk about their marketing plan and they could say, hey, here's the marketing that I do. I was taught this marketing from Chris Demasure Coaching. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe link to a reference then on your site or something like that. Like that would really help. So link to a reference like, hey, to find out more about her, go here? Here or else, you know, like let's say if they're talking about their marketing plan and like let's say they're talking about a marketing funnel or, you know, how, how to use Facebook ads, kind of like, you know, you can learn more about Facebook ads for real estate agents here. Oh, and go to, this, go to a certain course. Yeah. Or a certain, oh, that's great. Okay, awesome. Well, yeah. I have learned a lot myself today. I'm really glad my <laughs> team found you. That's awesome. Um, all right, so if you want to find out more about Google and other things, you want to go to digitaltroller.com. And Ronan Walsh was there. Ronan, I always ask everyone to uh, do me a favor. And if you were to leave the audience with one thing, what would that one thing be? Business or professional or whatever it might be, what advice would you give? Oh, um get out there, talk to as many, many people as you can and not network talk like that partnering that I was just talking about. Um, like the way, like, cause, um, like the way we're having a conversation now, get out there and have as many conversations, get in front of your audience as much as you can. Facebook live, uh, Instagram, whatever it is, podcasts, just spend your day just talking to people and reaching, reaching more and more. Awesome. Okay. So hopefully yeah. you're going to be referencing me on your website for being on my, my podcast fired up. I'll make sure that we do the same. If you wouldn't mind, um, can you make sure that you let my team know like what the best course of action would be 
to make for this, like for you and for future guests that we have, like, what should we be having them do? What should they be asking us to do so that we help each other rank? If you could do that, me a favor and let my team know that I'll make sure that we do it for you and, and also for future guests. That'd be amazing. Yeah, no, that'd be pretty, yeah, pretty good. Okay. I'll have them reach out to you. So thank you so much, Ronan. Have a great day. We appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Everyone remember, it's great to learn and implement, but if you don't implement, nothing's going to happen. So if you want to get fired up, don't just sit here and listen, get out there and take action. And I want to thank you so much for spending a little bit of your time with me. And as always, everyone make it a great day. Thanks for being here.